Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina, and we want to talk about today walking in grace and recognizing sonship. Now, so many people have a real problem. I hear people talking about, well, you know, I'm a servant of the Lord, and I, and I understand that mindset. That sounds like a real spiritual statement, but in reality, we're sons of God now. We're not servants. You know, I, I don't know about you, and I have two children. I have a a 29-year-old, and I have a 21-year-old, and never through their life have they served me much. And the Scripture says that Jesus said He didn't come in the world to be served, but He came in the world to serve. Now, I don't think the church has gotten a hold of the sonship of who we are in Christ. You know, it, it sounds real spiritual and it sounds real humble to say I'm a servant of the Lord. But I believe we're sons of God. I believe we have to take our place as sonship and walking in the sonship of, of who we are in Christ. So I want to read Galatians chapter 4, verse 4, and I want to start there. I'm going to read a few a few scriptures, and then I'm going to explain those scriptures to the best of my ability but through the leading of the Holy Spirit. And when the fullness of time has come, God sent forth the Son made of a woman, made under the law. Now, what did that Son come for? To redeem them that were under the law, that we might be, might receive the adoption of sons. Now, I want you to understand something. The law was never written for the Gentiles. But when the fullness of time come, God sent forth His Son, made of a woman, had to come from a woman, and also made under the law. To what? To redeem, to buy back, to pay back, or to redeem mankind from the curse of the law. And so that we might receive the adoption of sons. Now, verse 6 says, And because your sons, God sent forth the Spirit of His Son into your heart, crying, Abba, Father. Now, so many times we have a problem with God being Father. We, we want to see Him as God. Like, we want to be supreme and we want to honor Him. But you know, there's no greater honor in the world than being a son of a father or being the father of a son. So I think we've missed that correlation of what God is really trying to reveal to us as sons of God and walk it in that sonship. Because the Bible said, because you are sons of God, He had sent forth the Spirit of His Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. In other words, Daddy, Daddy. We need to get a relationship with Jesus so clearly and so magnificent that we understand Him as a dad. You know, anybody can birth a child, but not everybody can be a daddy. And so verse 7 says, Wherefore, you are no more a servant, but a son. And if a son, then you're heir of God through Christ. So this is saying that right here that we're no longer servants, but that we're sons. And you know, so many people have not grabbed sonship. And actually what was the restoration? Jesus came to earth to restore God and man back to a father-son relationship. You know, in, Mal in um, Malachi, the last scripture said that in the latter days, he's going to restore the father-son relationship. And I think so many people literally believe that he's talking about restoring the father and son relationship that me and my son or my dad and me. But I, I think it's more than that. I think he's trying to reveal to us, he's trying to restore the relationship between God and his sons. And to restore that relationship, that's the purpose of Jesus 
coming to earth. He came as a son, died as a son, resurrected as a son, that you and I would be the great exchange and take place and become a son. Now me and you are sons of God, the righteous of God. We're living in that sonship of God, that we are sons now, no longer servants, but sons. Now I want you to understand that a son does not serve his daddy, but he honors his daddy. So I want you to get a hold of this. In verse 8 it says, How be it? Then, when you knew not God, he did service unto them which by nature are no gods. But now, after that, you have known God, or rather are known of God. How turn you again to the weak and beggarly elements whereunto you desire again to be in bondage? He said, now, this, he's talking to the Galatians, and he said, look, you, you've been saved by grace. Now you want to turn back to a bunch of elements. You want to turn back to the law. You want to turn back and go back into servanthood when I've made you a son. So he's made us the freedom to become a son, and he put his spirit inside of us that's crying out for fatherhood. Abba, Father. So the spirit that's inside of us is crying out for his daddy. He placed that son inside of us. So we are living in a season and a time that the favors of God is profusely abounding in our lives and we get an opportunity to just rest in that finished work of sonship. That's why the prodigal son, when he came back, his dad run to meet him because there's a parallel of God and me and you. God is not mad with us. He is not angry with us. He is not uptight with us. He is passionately in love, restoring us back to sonship, restoring us back to the place that we need to be at, to a place of walking in the fullness of who we are in Him and experiencing that sonship that he intended for us to be. That is the beauty of grace.